Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5000. Enjoy! Spielberg presents The Goonies, a Richard Donner film. Whoa, do you guys realize what we could do? I don't want to go on any more of your crazy Goonie adventures. Meet Mikey. I gotta go Brand. Andy. Shame, shame. Come on, Brand. Slip the tongue. That's disgusting. No, I can't even look. Mouth. Stephanie, Data, and Chunk. They call themselves the Goonies. They've stumbled onto a legend, but they're not alone. Chunk, I hope that was your stomach. No. Discover what they uncover. Rubies and emeralds and diamonds. The lost map. The secret caves. Treacherous traps. Hello, Sheriff. I'm at the Lighthouse Lounge, and I want to report a murder. Just like that last prank about all those little creatures that multiply when you throw water on them. Take the oath. Join the adventure. As Steven Spielberg presents The Goonies, a Richard Donner film. Hi, welcome. 
Welcome once again to the Geeky Retro Nerd Show podcast. My name is Adam and I am a Geeky Retro Nerd. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening again. Um, I've got another cracking special episode for you today. Uh, Why is it special? Well, over the years there's been some cracking partnerships, hasn't there? There's been some good duos. Han and Chewy, Doc Brown and Marty, Laurel and Hardy, Wayne and Garth, Tango and Cash, Turner and Hooch, all cracking duos, all cracking partnerships, but they all fade in the distance. They all pale in comparison to a brand new partnership, a brand new duo between yours truly, the Geeky Retro Nerd Show podcast and truffleshuffle.co.uk. Who are truffleshuffle.co.uk? So you've probably heard of them. If you're in the UK, you've probably heard of them. Um, they are a fantastic company that sell retro t-shirts and gifts. I've used them millions of times over the years, buying Star Wars, Stranger Things, Back to the Future t-shirts and other stuff. Um, and it's I'm, I'm really excited about it. And you should be excited about it too, because you, my lovely nerdy listeners, are going to benefit. And you're going to benefit big time. Because if you go to truffleshuffle.co.uk and use the code GRNS15, GRNS15, um, if you spend £25 or more, you get 15% off. So it can't be bad. Crack and deal. Have a look at truffleshuffle.co.uk and hopefully this is the start of something beautiful together. <laughs> um, so... Talking of Truffle Shuffle, let's talk about the film that made the Truffle Shuffle famous, The Goonies. The, the, the trailer at the start might have given it away there. Yes, we're talking about The Goonies on this episode. And I absolutely bloody love The Goonies. So why do I bloody love The Goonies? Well, according to Wikipedia, the write-up says The Goonies is an old-fashioned yarn about a band of adventurous kids who take on the might of a property developing company which plans to destroy their home to build a country club. When the children discover an old pirate map in the attic, they follow it into an underground cavern in search of lost treasure, but come up against plenty of dangerous obstacles along the way. So I think Goonies is one of the best kids' films ever made. And it ticks all the boxes. It was released in 1985. So as a young kid in, in the mid-80s, it's, it's got everything for you. It, it's, it's, it's got treasure maps. It's got pirates. It's got friends going on an adventure. Um, it's, it's got the lot. So if you were a kid in the 80s, you, you very probably, highly likely, watched this movie and really, really enjoyed it. And and I did. I love it. I absolutely love it. it. It's in my top 10, definitely. But when I was looking and researching for this episode, um, I kind of thought it was a given that Goonies was just universally loved. When I looked online, it's not. Um, and I started digging a bit deeper to find out why not. And I was reading some of the reviews online. And it appears that if you didn't watch the movie when you were a kid, a lot of the time, uh, watching it like now as an adult, uh, you won't like it. And that got us thinking. So if I watch The Goonies now as an adult, will I like it as much as I do 
having watched it as a as a child in the eighties, and and I probably wouldn't, you know, because I, I think I've got that sort of emotional attachment to it and and the nostalgia around it, and it brings back all the memories about watching all the, all the all the great uh, movies when you were a kid. And there's a lot of comments online about how this is a poor movie. And like I say, it tends to be uh, people who are watching the film fairly recently, um, haven't watched it as a child, and they're dismissing it as a load of bollocks, basically. So what I thought I'd do for this episode is, if you're a regular listener, you know I try and do something different. So instead of me raving about how good The Goonies is... um, I'm going to read some bad reviews from online. Um, Well, from IMDb in particular, because I thought they were absolutely hilarious. So let's give it a bash. Let's read these bad reviews. Go join your friends, you wiggles. Are you So how can you not love uh, that? Well, apparently there's plenty who don't. So let's dive in. Now, somebody called Peter Jackson on IMDb. I doubt very much it's the real Peter Jackson. But he's given it 3 out of 10. And he has titled his review to Stupidity and Beyond. So let's have a look. This film seems to be considered a minor classic for children. Wrong. It's a major classic. The rating is quite high. Many people have seen the movie, there's been a video game inspired by it. (laughs) Well, there was, but that was a bit shit. So I'll give you that, the video game was a bit shit. Um, And there's Spielberg who produced and wrote the film, which which is a massive plus. Um, Then it must be good, think again. The truth is that this is an inconceivable mess. That's a bit strong. Whoever thought this was funny... Should be locked up and put away forever. Well, that's me. (laughs) There's not even a chuckle during the whole length of the film. Come on, Peter Jackson. Behave yourself. It's hilarious. And I can assure you that this film seems to be going on forever. (laughs) He hates it. He absolutely hates it. So is it entertaining then? Surely not. This film is as boring and stupid as it gets. Imagine a bunch of irritating children. So this is this is like I can't I can't get my head round this irritating children. All with some sort of speaking disorder, it seems. That's offensive. Yelling their way through the story in inverted commas. Think of this is mad this this bit here. Think of problem child. Look who's talking to even the police academy films. Get the picture? <laughs> Oh, come on, Peter. Um, Then picture three idiotic villains. A search for a hidden treasure. And he's put in brackets here. It takes a while to figure that out. 
takes a while to figure out that they're looking for hidden treasure. It's the whole point of the film, Peter. Um, <laughs> I can't believe it. Uh, and some sort of friendly monster. So obviously he's talking about sloth here. So he's not a monster. He was just misunderstood at the start. And he turns out to be a very nice person, Peter. Come on. All of which seems awfully out of place in this film. Peter, it's a film. It's a kid's film. Of course this is a children's movie. I can understand that. And like so many others of its kind, it's stupid. Very stupid. And I guess you have to be a kid yourself to enjoy such films. So this is what I was talking about before. This is what I was sort of, you know, trying to get across. Is this only a good film if you watch it as a kid? I don't know. Um, Well, Peter seems to think so. (laughs) Good old Peter Jackson here. But stupid doesn't actually mean bad. There are many enjoyable, clever and sweet family films. He doesn't give any examples. But this loud-mouthed, dumb mess isn't one of them. Oh, and there's actually a scene in which there's a scene in which is being referred to gremlins. And there is, as a scene, isn't there, where um, Chunk's on the phone to the sheriff and he's making a few uh, gremlins references, um, and which is another Spielberg production from a year before this one. Peter says, check out that one instead. Well, Peter, I'll agree with you there. Gremlins is an excellent film. Um, At at least there's a whole lot more cleverness in it than here. And don't say that it's too scary for children. The Goonies is ten times more scarier and boring. Did I mention that already? End of review. So wait a minute. So he's saying the Goonies is ten times more scarier than Gremlins. So, again, I watched Gremlins as a kid, and it used to scare me. It did used to scare me. You know, like when the the Gremlin gets uh, blasted in the microwave. I shit myself at that. The Goonies isn't scary, is it? I mean, I can see why some small children might be might kind of scared of sloth, I imagine, but it's not a scary film. Peter, your review is a load of crap, mate. So this is the kind of thing that people are saying. Um, and again, it's it's watching it as an adult, not watching it as a child. So he gave it three out of ten. Um, Ayat Blaster has left a review. He's given it one out of ten. So he's he's even more pissed off at, pissed off with it than uh, Peter Jackson was, and he's entitled his review, "The Goonies." This is the ultimate crap. <laughs> So here he goes, or she goes, I don't know if it's a lad or a lass. So how can I explain why this remains as the ultimate crap? I thought The Goonies was supposed to be a great, exciting kids' adventure. It is, man, it is exciting, it is great. But this is a horrible thing from start to end. Everything in this film could be so much better. Well, I'd love to hear your ideas then. Where are they? It is never exciting and never funny. So that's what Peter Jackson said. Um, even if it somehow tries to be funny with stupid jokes. Well, jokes are stupid, aren't they? That's the whole point of them. That's why you laugh. The characters are empty all over and really uninspiring. You just want to stop watching. The end is stupid. <laughs> 
and without any kind of joy. It's got a happy ending. What's not joyous about that? Um, The villains are not really menacing or frightening, as I thought they would be. Well, it's a kid's movie. They are just dull. The Fratellis are not dull. I'm not having that. The film doesn't have the guts or to take itself seriously at any time. It's not a serious film. It's a kid's film about looking for buried treasure and pirates and booby traps. Um, And I really hate irritating fat children in movies. Well, that's just really offensive. That can just eat and scream. Chunk's one of the best characters, if not the best character. And he doesn't just eat. I don't think he even screams once, does he? He might scream a couple of times, but... Oh, dear me. Um, If you want to experience proper 1980s adventure films, you could see Raiders of the Lost Ark or Stand By Me instead. Yes, so I agree. Two excellent films. Richard Donner proved that he can direct uh, entertainment with The Omen, but The Goonies was a big mistake. With horrible, bad, uninspired direction, all the acting was worse than it could be. And the film didn't have any atmosphere or mood at all. I mean, that's just, that's wrong. Spielberg and Columbus's script, Christopher Columbus, of course, uh, was also awful and should have been less dull. Maybe The Goonies had some potential to be a good adventure movie, but it failed at all points. So again, I'm ge- I mean, it doesn't um, say, but I'm guessing this person again watched it as an adult. And to say the Goonies is dull and not funny um, is is utter madness. So I'll read one more bad review. And then I think I'll read one good one. Just to balance it out a little bit. Just to compare. So another uh, review. Uh, White Shake on IMDb. He gives it 1 out of 10. And he's simply titled his review, Horrible. And they go on to say... I sat with amusement reading these ridiculous reviews, in inverted commas, on The Goonies. 99% of them written by people who saw it when they were 5 or 8 and who are 80s children. Well, what a stinker it is. (laughs) I've avoided it like a plague all these years, but now I've seen it. I wonder what made him watch it in the end. If he's avoided it like the plague, why did you watch it in the end? I'd be interested to know. Um, White Shake, if you're listening, um, let me know. Uh, But now I've seen it, and I'm here to tell you, I almost threw my shoe through the TV. (laughs) Don't throw your shoe. Don't throw your shoe, white shake, at the TV, at the Goonies. The characters are so unrelentingly stupid and irritating. The script is one bad sequence after another, and loaded with some of the worst dialogue I've ever heard in a mainstream film. It is a career low for everyone. Well, I think if you asked them, they would disagree. Um, You know, I saw lots of movies when I was a kid, in brackets, not in the 80s. And while I can think back with fondness on some of them, I'm also not living in my past. And I can recognise that while it may have been swell, I love that word, swell, good use of the word swell there, when I was five, while it may hold some nostalgia value, I can also recognise a stinker when I see one from my past. This is where it gets good. But that's the deal with 80s children. They don't grow up. 
Same with 90s and the 2000s. He's having a go at all of our 80s kids, 90s kids, 2000s kids. He's having a pop at everybody. Nobody grows up. 30 is the new 10 and the world is not a pretty place. The one redeeming feature of the Goonies is its uh, score. Yes. Thank you. Which is terrific. It is. It's brilliant. Um, Simply put, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. And I've seen some doozies. So that was White Shakes, 1 out of 10, horrible review. Um, So let's have a little read of a good review. And this one's 10 out of 10. And it's just a little review. Um, and I, uh, and it's W Dob forty two, and he's left this review on the twenty first of October two thousand and eight, and I don't know if they're taking the piss or not, <laughs> but I'll read it and you can decide for yourself. So he's given it ten out of ten, and his review is titled "Awesome Movie!" Exclamation mark. Yes, good start. One word: amazing. Get in there. There is no other great movie where Sean Astin wears braces and has asthma. (laughs) This is why I don't know if he's taking the piss or not. But it's funny all the same. Corey Feldman is a sheer smart guy and nothing beats it. Chunk by far is the best character, especially when he is asked to do the famous truffle shuffle in his loud Hawaiian shirt. Yes, it's a funny part of the movie. Um, This movie... Even when I am 80, will be one of my favourites of all time. And I, by then, will have seen over 10,000 movies, I am sure. I'm sure you will have, mate. It is also sweet to see uh, Joe Pantoliano in a criminal character role before the days of The Sopranos as Ralph. Yes, of course he was. He was Ralph in The Sopranos. Um, the Sopranos, of course, a, a brilliant TV show. And Ralph was a brilliant character. Um Sloth, by far, is the coolest character. So Chunk's the best character. Sloth is the coolest character. Um, when he and Chunk become best friends. It's a it's a beautiful moment in the film. It really is. The young actors in this movie, with the exception of Aston and Feldman, did not have much of acting careers. And he finishes it by saying, Goonies forever. So WDob 42 well done. I don't know if you're taking the mech or not, but it's a brilliant review. <laughs> so something else I wanted to do, um, I wanted to uh, speak about, is when I was on IMDb and I was reading these reviews and I was having a bit of a laugh, you know how um, on IMDb there's a parent's guide? And what the parents' guide does is it's... Um, I've actually used it before when my daughter was younger. If you want to put a film on, you can have a look at the parents' guide for a movie on IMDb. And what it does is it tells you if there's any sex and nudity, violence and gore, profanity, alcohol, drugs, smoking, um, any frightening or intense scenes. So when I was looking on IMDb, I thought, oh, I'll have a look I'll have a look at the parents' guide for The Goonies. Um and some of them are funny, so I thought, right, I've got to read some of these out on, on the show. So the first one is um, sex and nudity. So the first comment, it says, um, A preteen boy drops a ceramic statue of a male nude statuette and the penis breaks off. So that's a bit at the start where Data comes abseiling in with a James Bond theme blaring and he 
he crashes through the screen door and he sends everybody flying and Chunk knocks the statue off and the statue's knob falls off. A few comments are made of inappropriate parts. <laughs> it's a willy. It's a willy. Um, one of the boys present says it's his mom's favourite part. The boy glues the broken private parts of the statue on upside down, making it appear as it has an erection. Although this is not referred to. And I think Brand says something about um, uh, pissing in your faces, doesn't he? Um, the next one says, A teen boy tricks the Spanish cleaning woman by telling her in Spanish with English English subtitles that the homeowner's sexual torture devices are kept in the attic. <laughs> um, men are shown showering together in a men's locker room. Shot from the waist up. No sexual references inferred. A teen boy makes a wish at a wishing well that he will make it with a lead female character. Um... And there are several brief glimpses of the cheerleaders' bloomers throughout the film. So they're talking about Andy there. You do, you do uh, see our neck as a few times, I suppose. But on here, um, they are bloomers, and this is in no way portrayed sexually. So that's good news. Um, violence and gore. Um, a man pretends to hang himself in order to escape from prison. So I can see why that could be um, distressing. Um, the Goonies watch two men enter a restaurant and several gunshots are heard. The kids just shrug it off as somebody probably dropped a pot. We later on see the three villains carrying large garbage bags to the kitchen through a window and it is implied the corpses are inside. However, once again, the kids just say, Damn, what kitchen needs that much garbage? Um, a villain threatens to puree a boy's fingers, hand and then arm in a blender. Another villain grabs a child's face and holds a switchblade, suggesting they serve only tongue. Um, <laughs> um, men wrestle, knock heads, try to choke each other. <laughs> so that's at the end, isn't it? When Chunk grabs his two uh, brothers and knocks their heads together. Um, children escape death by multiple booby traps throughout the movie. I mean, it's just, they're just fun traps. So... You know, when I when I watch the Goonies, and I've I've shown um, my daughter who's fifteen now, she has seen that when she was younger, and I just suppose you just you just sort of you don't realise as much, I suppose, when you've watched it as many times as I have. So I don't know if I if I did a bad thing showing her because I didn't realise until I was reading through all these. Um, you know, Jake Fratelli smokes cigarettes a few times. Alcohol is seen and referenced once by the villains. So, and I suppose the parents' guide's a good thing, isn't it? For you, for you to um, check if your parents can watch it. But like I say, I've, I've watched it that many times. It just sort of brushes over it, brushes over me. But when I was reading, I was thinking, oh God, I switchblade to the to the face. Threatened to cut off his tongue. Hmm. <laughs> so I'll finish as always by looking at the review scores on the doors. IMDb gives it a 7.8 out of 10. So Peter Jackson and his pals there have pulled the <laughs> pulled the score right down on IMDb. 
Um, should be 10 out of 10, of course. Metacritic gives it a very lowly 60%. Um, should be 100%. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a slightly better, but still poor, 70%. Should be 100%. And 90% of Google users like this film, which is a, a decent score, but again, it should be 100%. <laughs> I'm still laughing at them reviews um, so that's the end of the show thanks very much for listening don't forget if you go to truffleshuffle.co.uk and use the code GRNS15 that's GRNS15 use that discount code and when you spend over 25 quid you get a 15% discount so thanks for listening I'll speak to you again soon ta-da A five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil and a Platinum Filter is just $23.98. That's a great deal for a great oil, which is another reason why this is the most wonderful time of the year. That's Napa Full Synthetic Oil and a Platinum Filter for $23.98. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. General States pricing. Sales prices do not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. While supplies last. Offer ends 12 15 19 Napa Know-How. Right now, a five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil and a Platinum Filter is just $23.98. That's a great deal for a great oil, which is another reason why this is the most wonderful time of the year. That's Napa Full Synthetic Oil and a Platinum Filter for $23.98. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. General States pricing. Sales prices do not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. While supplies last. Offer ends 12 15 19